You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Glad you're with us today. Hey, well, all businesses have their unique profile, and they all have their own story to tell to us who, you know, maybe we might work there, we might be a customer, could be a vendor, maybe we're an investor or a lender. Well, you get it. If we went to the library, well, or online these days, where would we find your business's story? For those who remember, maybe in your high school or in the public library, the Dewey Decimal um, Classification System. Uh, this was developed by uh, Melville Dewey in 1876. It's the method to find books, articles, or other holdings of a library. For those who might not be familiar with the system, I'll let you study that on your own. It's a, a hierarchical system with uh, 10 basic classifications, and you can take it from there. Hey, well, uh, Heidi Bird's in the studio today with me. Heidi, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Klauser? Hey, pretty good. So uh, what's, what's happening in your life? All things exciting. Well, as that, usual. That's good. I happen to love today's topic. Yeah. Um, I love the Dewey Decimal System. I learned it in grade school, actually. It was one of those things that in even, I think, grade school libraries you have to have these days. Um, so I'm excited because of your introduction. So how did you become familiar with the Dewey Decimal System? Well, uh, a number of years ago, uh, you know, you, there were study hall breaks uh, amidst the classes that you'd have during the course of a day in, in school. And uh, my English teacher and literature teacher uh, loved me enough that I got appointed to be the librarian during the study hall that I had. So, um, you know, but, but it was really, you know, part of your curriculum. And, you know, you did research projects or you had to, uh, you know, do articles, uh, write papers that uh, you had to reference something. And, so you had to go about uh, finding these things in the library. And, of course, that's what the system's all about, is to help you locate the books, the articles, periodicals, or whatever. So so were you successful at that? Well, I think so, yeah. And part of our job duties was to uh, put the books that were returned back on the shelf and also to uh, help those who might be needing some assistance. And, uh, you know, because for some people, they just can't figure out how to take their pointer finger through the, that card index and, you know, <laughs> find, you know, find what they're looking for. But, um, yeah. but yeah, anyway, uh, that's how I learned it. Great. So I love this theme. I'm a fan of books. I love libraries. So where are you going with this with the business topic? Talk to me about how this applies to business. <laughs> well, like I said in the intro, every business is a story of some kind. And uh, people from within or outside are reading it or at least getting a summary on it uh, in one form or another. And, uh, and what is as important is that uh, your friends and those observing are, are telling their friends or cohorts about it, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it could be good or bad or, uh, or indifferent. But, uh, it, you know, it's just like in life. How would you share a recent book you read or maybe you seen a movie here recently so uh so the question is uh you know to the business people what kind of story are you telling and you know who's writing your story and uh, you know and uh, who's following your story 
That's excellent. Uh, I love the way you put that because I like to tell stories all the time through um, in what I do in business, and I think it's really important, um, especially because if you're looking at different businesses and you're trying to figure out who they are or size up the competition or even look for a job, how do you know kind of what the good businesses are out there? What are they talking about? How do you know that you can trust them? Um, you know, fiction I, or nonfiction? Fiction, nonfiction. <laughs> uh, exactly. I, I really like this topic. Um, so, yeah, let, talk to me more about these different sort of themes and how it could be applied to business and how, well, how they tell their story. Well, I just picked a few. And it's not all inclusive because there's more styles of writing or classifications to what I've chosen. But, uh, you know, the first one, you, do you like mysteries? I do. Yeah, because I see. I know you read a lot. You read a lot more than I do. I know. I uh, used to, especially. I love Agatha Christie mysteries when I was young, and Jessica Fletcher mysteries on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just hate. Well, I'll admit this. I, I, I'm a lazy reader. I just learned when I was younger that it, you know to read over something quickly and get the gist of it, and probably have missed out on a you know a lot of good books. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's la- you know, laziness or what you would. Uh, put that too but anyway so uh so the first one i chose was a mystery you know uh readers can't determine determine where it's going going immediately and uh how much more am i going to have to read before i figure this thing out so the question to a business owner would be or executive is is why haven't i been able to discover who or or what your business is yeah i mean i think that as a writer if you're trying to pose it as a mystery, that would be a really good technique uh, to keep the reader constantly wanting to, if they're interested, I know some will fall away, um, but some may follow along. But I think it's really difficult to keep um, your business alive if it's constantly a mystery. I mean, for very long. I think people may, in this day and age, may be willing to kind of say, ooh, ah, I don't know where the next turn's going to be, and it may be really exciting but it may not hold your attention for that long. Well, and, and uh, another parallel, we live in, in a time where uh, attention span is so uh, so small then we move on to other things quickly. But, uh, you know, just for some self-assessment uh, tips or advice would, would be, uh, you know, how do you communicate with your employees, your customers, and those people that I mentioned before? Uh, that you come in contact with i mean are, are, i mean are you do well a do you you know do you have that story formulated a few podcasts ago we were talking about how to pitch your company and this was a a, a critical element in it is you know having your story prepared yeah absolutely um and and that's it's really important so yeah if it's if it's a mystery and you don't have it prepared doing it when you you know, who started it, why, I think that that's really important information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, you know, what are you doing? I mean, why do you exist? I mean, what, why, I mean, why is your business even in existence? I mean, are you, you know, providing a service or making something or whatever? But, you know, what caused it to be created? Yeah. And, and it could be that, you know, you've taken over something that someone else started, which is a story in of itself. You know, it's a could be a second generation third generation family business or you know something that uh, you invested in and bought it uh, you know yourself but you know part of the mystery is you know do you have that 
uh, or to overcome the, the mystery, uh, if you will, you know, do you have a mission statement and, you know, are you conveying that to the right people? And uh, uh, do you know how to explain that? Yeah, it doesn't really matter where you came from. It's all about where you're going. And I think that people want to know. Um, it could be sort of fun and mysterious in the beginning, but you've got to tell people, shareholders and you know, board members, clients, customers, you know, putting your story out there is good. So if there's something a little mysterious or interesting, that all is part of the story. But you mm-hmm. got to tell your story is what you're saying. Right. And we're not talking that it has to be a long read necessarily. Could yes. be a short could be a short story, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, the second one I uh, chose was, uh, you know, is it a suspense thriller? You know, is the main character, you or your business, you know, are you going to survive? And that may... <laughs> I feel like we need sound effects right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know maybe you've gone through some ups and downs and um you know it's not really known just how well your company is going to fare if it's going you know to survive at all yeah i mean i was even thinking twilight zone sort of music where it's sort of suspenseful but also you don't know where it's going do you uh how do you position yourself i mean i think that may be part of the hard part of telling the story is that if it's a sp- suspense, it may be a suspense to the person trying to tell the story, which means everyone's kind of in this twilight zone of do-do-do-do. I don't yeah. know what's happening, which is also really disconcerting to some people if you're maybe an employee or um, an investor or someone trying to figure out where you're going. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the question might be, are you, are you going going through some major changes that you know people aren't aware of or it's or do you maybe you as a business owner you know really don't know where you're going but i know from uh, my uh consulting business and and, and some of my um in the uh, area of cfo uh career um you know a lot of a lot of times it's just it's business is you know is gonna survive and um you know so it's like you know with the way people handle things, business owners and executives uh, muddle through some things sometimes, you know, it's like, come on, you're killing me. You know, you know, <laughs> how's this thing, how's this thing going to end? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, that's truly a suspense. <laughs> hey, well, the next, uh, next uh, type of uh, book or story I had was a horror story, you know, Yikes. <laughs> it, yeah, it's probably not going to have a good ending. <laughs> Or you, or you know, you might frighten me to death as I continue to read it, or uh, st- you know, stay with you. Uh, you know, it's the, you know, it's kind of the story of can't this company get its act together? You know, it's one, you know, one poor, one poor management decision after another. The owner or the executive might be, uh, you know, they might be great people, and but it just seems like each uh, decision that's made just leads to a, a terrible outcome. Yeah, I mean, it it just seems like, in terms of genres and business categories, they do exist. This isn't one I would want to have to actually have um, experience with, but but they do exist. And it's one of those things where it doesn't have to end this way. So if you're in the middle of a horror story, you can turn it around, probably, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, you'll probably need to get some good hands on the reins and figure out what you need to do. And 
part of that does come from within, right? You can turn it around by just telling your story better, but it could well and doing the right you know. things. I mean, yeah. you know, so you, you so you have a better story or a better ending. Right. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know about you, and I don't really uh, watch horror horror movies or read horror books. It's just uh, I I just feel like what goes in your mind stays in there. So if it's junk in, the junk's going to be in there. But but it's. Uh, you know, I've seen advertisements, and I think there was uh, actually uh, an advertisement here on uh, TV not too long ago where uh, the young people are running away from something, and they run into the garage, and there, be- there behind the clothes they're hi- hiding uh, under is the guy with the chainsaw, you know. And so, so it's like back to the business part of it. It's like you wonder if the owner can't see the chainsaw murderer hiding in the marketing department, for instance. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly true. Or, you know, it's it's a standard. There's a reason why horror movies exist. Yeah. You know, I mean, that the chainsaw's always there. Somebody, the babysitter's always getting the wrong phone number and picking up. I mean, it's there for a reason. Um, but it doesn't have to end that way, right? So That's right. You can you can probably turn things around, but ugh. But if it doesn't, you just as well get the mop out because uh, you know, you're going to need it. <laughs> Don't, don't let your business story be the one of the night of the living dead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Give me another one, please. Yeah, okay. Well, let's go to a love story okay. or, or a romance or whatever. Uh, you know, it's a story about the love of your life. It's, you know, for that, uh, maybe for a small business owner or, or you know, doesn't have to be a small business owner. You, you know, you take the story of, uh, you know, Nike. You know, that was someone's uh, idea, baby. Uh, and if, if it was a... You know, infant, you know, had to be brought along and, you know, matured and whatever. So, uh, you know, we're not necessarily talking about just small businesses here. But uh, that that love story might be between you and your idea and how you got it to market. Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, and it could even be the employee who's been at the company for 35 out of the 40 years running or whatever it is. Um, Because there are a lot of people involved, not just the owner who could consider going through infancy with a company and and it could be that they love their jobs very much and it's something that maybe um, you love it so much that you've been there forever and that things have never changed for so long and it could get stayed or a little bit you know the same after a while um, so how do you keep it going uh, and how do you make it have a happy ending? Yeah, and it could be the company that, you know, we have a lot of them uh, here now uh, that people just love their products and, they're, you know, they're following the company. I, uh, you know, it's the, uh, maybe it's the apple of your eye type of thing. Get that? Ding, ding, ding. Get that, Heidi? <laughs> Wink. I'm winking <laughs> for listeners. <laughs> but, 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 you know, it's a good, you know, it's, you know I think that's a good story. Uh, you know, everyone wants to know what's going on. You know, the market loves your product. It loves your company. And, you you know, there's sometimes you just can't, you know, you know, do anything wrong. Maybe when things do turn down, you still get a good, you know, good review. So uh, so uh, any love and romance story, Heidi, uh, how do you keep that flame burning and glowing? Yeah, I think you have to be constantly making sure that checking in with it, making sure you're innovating with it and growing with the times and maturing together and making sure you're talking. And I think that that's what helps all businesses at the same time too, right? So people who have been there forever, you can't be afraid of change. You got to grow with the times. And um, as everyone matures and moves forward together, you do new things and you innovate together as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. 
So you just, uh, you know, you got to keep staying in tune with the market and your customers and uh, keep that, you know, love fest going, so to speak. Yeah. Hey, well, the next one I had was, uh, is it a drama? <laughs> it seems that in, in spite of different CEOs or investors or board of trustee, the company just can't get above itself. You know, it's uh, uh, whether it's a love story with the drama or is it, you know, more like fatal attraction. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, to want any sort of boiled bunnies around here, but uh, no, that can actually happen in the workplace. I mean, you know, you're right. So if the company is good, but maybe have made too many early promises to the market or changes in high level management, you know, and for even smaller businesses, it might be, you know, what you thought was going to make uh, or take a year is now two years. And people are wondering, hey, you know, what's going to happen in the end? You know, how what's the end game? What's the outcome? What should we be? Um, but the story gets a little more dramatic as it moves forward. And I think that sometimes this happens with companies that are trying to maybe grow too fast or Mm -hmm. are trying to bring people on board. The intentions are great, but the drama is there because it's really difficult to onboard people to keep a culture alive when, you know, there's a lot of fluctuation in the market. So that could be, but then again, you know, with all of that drama, it's up to you in the end, how it's going to turn out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like uh, when you're, you know, reading a drama, uh, or, or you know, watching a drama, you know, it's uh, there's something there that keeps, you know, keeps the reader or the viewer's attention, and and that's the same with uh, businesses. I mean, there's people looking at you. I mean, you know, we you know we named them earlier, but you know, the people that probably have invested in you are probably the main people looking at you. You know, and then those people in the marketplace, in the market that, you know, they're looking for you to do something. You've told them you're going to do something. And it just seems like inspired, you know, again, it just you just can't get it hitting on all eights. And there's just a lot of things that go on in it. And, you know, some have been able to get above that and others have, uh, you know, folded up and, uh, you know, moved out of town. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the last one I had was it maybe it's a combination Maybe maybe your story starts out as uh, something or other, and it turns it actually ends up turning out to be a you know unexpected love story. What do you think about that? I think it's that's a really good one. I would hate to go for uh, it from a love story to a drama to a horror, but I would love to see it be something more like you know. Uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, but all of a sudden it's a love story and it's everybody's successful and doing well. Yeah. I don't know, but that's the well, romantic in me. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, not, and I don't want to oversimplify this, but, you know, the, I think that you, you really have to determine, are you, Mr. Business Owner, Executive, are you writing the story? Are you, are you just letting, uh, you know, the... Uh, ship so to speak sail out there uh, without a rudder and it's developing its own story because you know you're not in control or you're not uh, you know doing um, you know what you should be doing in, uh, in in this realm because I can guarantee you that if you don't write your own story someone's going to write it for you and it may not be the uh, story the real story Yeah, I mean, I think especially in this day and age that we live in, um, if you're not telling your story, someone else is going to, whether it be 
from reviews or any any simple thing from Yelp reviews to you know people on social media and granted that's not the story per se but word of mouth and you know stories do get around so having a really solid story and I will bring up one thing I just um that this conversation reminded me of um Chipotle not too long ago had that really bad outbreak um and of I think it was contamination of some sort of salad or whatever it was. They came out with a brand new campaign that was talking about the food and what they serve and had this really beautiful video that they put out on YouTube about what they stood for. And I don't know if revenue has gone back up or not, but they were out there after everything was sort of cleaned up telling that story. And it made me have a little more respect for them in terms of at least they're telling it. Right. Well, and I can speak from helping, you know, business owners and being in business that uh, from a, say, your bank's point of view or whatever, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times banks will lend to people that, you know, I I personally probably wouldn't have given them a, a chance to get the loan. But a lot of times um, it's the relationship and it's the story behind your business that, you know, lenders are looking for. A lot of times if they hear, you know, if they know that you're on top of it, that you really can explain what's going on and whatever, and I know there's a lot of more that goes with that with getting a loan. However, uh, if you're not in love with your business, then how are you going to get, you know, a lender to be in love with your business? Chances are you're not. And yeah. if you can't tell that story, even it could be a, you know, a bad story, or, uh, you know, one that's got some, uh, you know, a little, you know, some sad stuff associated with it at the moment, right. you know, that can be overcome. But if you're going to sit and not really talk about the business and yourself or yeah. whatever, the role you have in that, chances are you're probably not going to win somebody. Yeah, over. it's got to be true and compelling, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and again, we've talked about this before, for uh, you, especially in, on the small business. Well, actually, in all businesses, you know, the employees that work for the company you're working for or that you own really want to know what's going on. And I would say they, if you know, it's probably a tie for employees and lender, and who needs to hear the story the most. And that could be because uh, if you want to build up employee morale and enthusiasm with your employees, let them know what you know, what's going on. They only see what they're involved with, or they only know what they know because of what they do. But they also know because their coworker is telling their version of your story. So I think it's very important that, uh, and this is why you have, you know, meetings at the office and do, you know, uh, do some social things every once in a while is to get that story out. And because, um, your employees are going to be the ones that probably touch more people than anybody else. Everybody and, talks and all the time. <laughs> and we've, t- and we've talked about, you know, uh, you know, job searching and, you know, what company would you want to work for? Well, you want to work, you want to work for that company that the people are coming home happy at night and uh, they're thrilled about going back in the next day and they're, they're really engaged. So that's all part of what we're talking about here is your story. Yep. Hey, but um, anyway, as we close the podcast, I might ask, uh, is your story a good read? If not, what are you doing to improve the situation? Whatever that might take. You know, and finally, am I, am I really going to have to work to find your story in the library? I mean, is it going to take me a while to find it? Or am I going to know where to go 
to go get it. Hey, well, we're out of time for today. Hope you've enjoyed the topic today. Thanks for the continued feedback. Keep sending us your questions. Please review us on iTunes, TuneIn, Podbean, and Stitcher. And you can always visit us at clouseronbusiness.com. Well, all for now, you've been listening to Clouser on Business. <laughs>